Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Swollen Busy Podcast. I apologize for kind of being MIA the past couple, I think it's been a month now. Wow, I've not posted anything in a month. You know, I used to post like three times a day, but I kind of just went disappearing. But guys, I promise you it was for good reason. Because I made a ton of good stuff for you guys. Well, you guys are going to hear about that more in the future. Problem is, it was just taking so much time. I know, I know. Excuses, excuses. The reality is, I just didn't feel like doing it. And that's my fault. Because I broke my first rule, and I let my feelings control what I do. No, because, guys, I gotta be honest with you. And then we'll get into the episode. You know, today's episode is about how to be a better person. And, like, how to make true change. And, you know, I gotta be honest. Because, you know, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, man, you gotta go to the gym. You gotta eat healthy. But the reality is, people don't feel like it. And then I realized that when I was, you know, struggling to upload consistently, because I see the importance of, you know, uploading on a regular basis, because I can help more of you guys. And hopefully some of you will work for me one day. And for those of you, the majority of you are not, and that's okay. I'm just going to help you guys absolutely for free. But moving back to what I'm saying, you know, I, I really get it because like, you know, you should go to the gym. I know I should upload every day. But the thing is, I don't. And why is that? So I want to go deeper into it and really understand why we struggle with these kind of things. Because, you know, the reality is... If you do something forever, it's going to succeed. For example, if you were to go to the gym for five years, at least two days a week, three days a week, I guarantee you, your body's going to look way better in five years than it is today. Same thing when it comes to this YouTube channel. I know in my heart, if I were to do this every single day, or even if I were to do it for at least once a week for five years, I guarantee you this would be way bigger than what it is right now. Taking that logic, I want to apply that to this. But you guys are going to keep me accountable. I'm making a rule for myself. I am going to upload a minimum at least one time per week. And the best part about that is it will also be higher quality. And also, I do have to say, before we get into today's episode, it's going to start to be more higher quality in general because I did hire an editor because, you know, I was saying to myself, I'm like, I'm spending 20 hours per week on content. I'm like, this is not, this is not it. I'm generally starting to hate this, which is why I kind of just went on a huge social media detox. You're like, where the hell is Aaron in the past month? So enough of that. Let's get into the episode. So today we're going to be talking about how to make real change. By real change, I mean things that will last hopefully forever. And I got this trusty piece of paper because for the longest time, I was just flowing off the top of my head. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I need something more organized and structured. All right, before you move any further, one of the most important things you need to understand before you start to make changes is you need to understand where you currently are. I mean, get an understanding of it. And you need to allow yourself to say that's okay. Now, I know you're thinking that's probably crazy. But what I'm saying is we need to drop the labels, okay? Because, you know, myself personally, for the longest time, like the reason, the whole reason why I started working out is because, you know, I was insecure, simply put, just to be blunt. So, you know, I get it. I feel like most people that start working out, that's because they feel like something in their lives is missing. And I just think that, you know, the reality is everyone has insecurities and that's okay. But what I would propose is instead of letting our, you know, our insecurities destroy us, we use them to, to fuel us. For me, one of my greatest fears is being insignificant. I truly believe you know, obviously I say I don't care what other people think, but anyone that says that is lying because unless you're a sociopath, humans are programmed to care what other people think. And, you know, my greatest fear is all these people have put all their, they put all their energy into me. And then if I don't return it back to the world, I feel like as a person, I failed, which is one of my greatest fears, which is why I'm doing this and, you know, why I exercise, why I eat healthy, because of all those things. So I feel like all these people have put all their energy into me to hopefully make me a better person. And I feel like I got to deliver. But when it comes to dropping the labels, what I mean is, you know, lots of people struggle to obtain goals because they associate things with like feelings. For example, I don't feel like going to the gym today. The first thing I would say is drop the feelings. And the reality is, if either way, no matter how you feel, you should still go do something. Now, like I said earlier, I'm just as guilty as you are. 
But when you start to change your brain, it starts to make it a lot easier. Because guess what? I never, I didn't fail at this because I came back. You only fail when you quit. Always remember that when you're feeling like discouraged. Don't make don't get me wrong, guys. Losing weight is one of the hardest things a person can do. Like trust me, I do it all the time. For like when it comes to bodybuilding, I have to cut weight for shows. I also do it all the time for wrestling. Believe me, dude, that that shit sucks. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. it. That shit sucks. So I completely understand when people feel like they get put back and they need to, you know, I guess you could say like restart. So they like get all this weight. They stop doing what they're doing. They gain it all back and then they start again. That's okay because as long as you never quit, you never fail. Now moving back to the earlier point I was saying is when it comes to you know dropping labels and limiting beliefs, very often people cannot achieve things because their emotions are holding them back. And people will get put into negative headspaces simply because they're telling themselves. Let me explain this. So throughout society, people are taught that, you know, being happy is good and being depressed is bad. You know, obviously all of us want to feel happy, but the reality is that's not how humans work. We have like, if you were to look at your emotions on a chart, it fluctuates. And I'll talk about this point a little later, but I would challenge any of you to track your emotions for a day. And you're going to see how you go all over the place. I'm going to explain that a little bit later. But going back to what I was saying, instead of saying being happy is good and being depressed is bad, we should just simply say it is. It is simply an emotion that we feel. That is it. It is just like how the sun, when the sun is out, the sun is out. And when it's raining, it's raining. Neither is good or bad because they're both necessary in equilibrium. You know, equilibrium is just what's necessary to keep balance in life and in the world. You know, if there was never any rain, we would have no plants. If there's never any sunshine, we would have no plants. This is because you need both in order to have balance. And I think when you sort of think like this, your life will instantly start to become better. Because instead of how I see it is, you know, as someone that really struggles with depression, as how I see it is when I'm depressed, I don't see it as a bad thing. I'm depressed, but this is okay. Because I cannot be happy unless I am depressed. You cannot be happy 24-7 unless you have other emotions. Because just think, just think about it. It's about diminishing marginal utility. You know, it's a little thing from economics. But simply put, in plain English, it means the more you do something, the less satisfaction you get from doing it. Just think about this, right? You know, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're hungry. You go to Jim's Steakhouse. Get down some chicken tacos. You down your first one. You down your second one. You know, your first one is the absolute best. You have your second one. It's like, eh, okay, this is, this is all right. You have your third and you're like, okay, yeah, this, I don't want to eat anymore. And then you get your fourth one. You're like, at this point, I'm just forcing myself to eat. And then you feel sick. That's diminishing marginal utility. But it's so funny because it's the same exact way people see emotions. I mean, people should see emotions, but they don't. They think being happy is good, and they think being sad is bad. But the reality is, you cannot have either one without each other. So next time you feel like in a negative headspace, I want you just to think like that. Think to yourself, this is personally exactly what I say whenever I'm sad. I don't try to change my emotions. I simply just say, I'm, I'm grateful for the current state that I'm in. I simply just say to myself, this is a necessary process of being human. And then when you start to understand that, you start to be okay with the feelings that you're having. Is it just me or am I looking kind of chunky in this shirt? I can assure you, I am a on a bulk, but I'm not this chunky. I still do have a six pack. I don't know why it looks like that, but I'm just sitting here looking at the camera. I'm like, Yo, what's going on here? <laughs> For those of you that are watching the video, you've now, you've now understand how to control your emotions or interpret your emotions rather. Now we're going to be talking about how to make changes. You want to start losing weight. You want to start making more money. You want to start becoming a healthier person. You want to start running more. It can be anything. But those are just the two things I love the most. I love fitness and I love the process of making money. I see money as a game. That's a that's a topic for a different day. Now, this is something I really have to want to emphasize because as a as an individual, I've 
been in the business game now for about four years, lost a lot of money. And the reason why I bring this up is because I would say there's nothing more challenging than I've ever done than being in the game of business. And the reason for this is because business teaches you so much because it's it's unlike any other game because it's it's endeavor that takes your pretty much everything out of you. It, it's very emotionally demanding. It's very cognitively demanding and it's very economically demanding. When you get an endeavor that involves all those things, it can really change you as a person. And I would say for me, it changed me definitely for the better because you learn to look within. Because it's very simple. The best part about being a sole, sole proprietor, like just me, myself, and I, is when you look at things, you say, the only reason why this does not work is not because, you know, not because we're in a recession or because, you know, I'm, or anything else. I'm just trying to think like outside factors that someone could possibly blame. But the reason why I couldn't think of anything is because I truly only blame myself. The fact that I'm not reaching out to more of you, it's my fault. Because, you know, there's tons of people out here that do the same exact thing as me, and they're pumping out this kind of stuff, and they're reaching 10 million, 100 million people. But why is that? Because they're better than me, very simply put. And it's not, even, it's not nothing against them. It's just that they've been doing it longer, so obviously they're going to be better than me. Now, if you agree with that or you don't, that's okay, because guess what? That's how the world works. But going back to what I was saying, the reason why I was able to stay in the game for such a long period of time so far is because it's all about making small changes. For example, if you want to start exercising more, you start off with working out one day a week, working out one day a week. And when I say that, I mean, we don't try to change anything. We just do things that we know you love. For example, if you love playing golf and you only play like once a month, but you love it, start playing once a week. Cause now we're starting to get into the process of exercising and moving more. Then we'll slowly start focusing on other things. But I like to focus on like things at like one block at a time. The most important, I would say there's only three pillars to success when it comes to weight loss. That is exercise, nutrition, and mindset. And all of that, no one's ever going to believe it, but mindset is the most important. Because the reality is, there's nothing more powerful in your brain. And it doesn't matter if you have the best diet or you have the best workout in the world. If your mind is not where it needs to be, you are never going to succeed. I can guarantee you that. Because your mind controls the actions you take. So as soon as you fix your mind, that's when you will start to see physical changes. Now, going back to what I'm saying, when it comes to this, I would say the first step to making physical changes is obviously through mental. But how you begin to change your mind is first off, you need to address the issue at hand. I would say second off, you need to understand that what you're dealing with is okay. And then from there, it's just a game of controlling your emotions. Because the reality is if you can control your emotions, you don't need willpower because you can convince yourself to love something. It's very simple. If you change your focus, you change how you feel. If you focus on everything that's bad in your life, guess what? You're going to feel negative. If you focus on everything that's good in your life, you're going to feel positive. It's the same exact reason why whenever you watch a video, you know, some motivational video, guys pumping you up, you're like, you're ready to go conquer the world. If you can put yourself, imagine if you could put yourself inside that mindset every single time you were going to do something you quote unquote didn't want to do. And guess what? You'd kill it because you'd be excited to go do it. And that's what I'm saying. When you know how to control your emotions, you can do that. You're like, I cannot wait to go eat this uh, chicken and broccoli. I cannot wait to eat this chicken and broccoli. The reason because is because it's going to make me feel good. You know, my, my heart's going to be pumping, pumping that healthy blood. I'm going to get that protein. My muscles are going to get bigger. Instead of being like, oh man, I really don't want to go eat this chicken and broccoli. It's so bland. You know, it has no flavor. And then whenever I eat it, I'm just, I'm still hungry and I want to go eat more. Like, come on, man. It's way easier to be the other guy and focus on all the good things about eating it than it is to focus on the bad things. Not to mention, while we're on this process, while we're on this topic, I didn't plan on talking about this, but if you guys, if you guys, if you do not like eating healthy, it's because you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I said it, goddammit. It's because you're doing something wrong. I'm telling you, I've been eating healthy literally my entire life. And the reason why I love it 
It's because it, it tastes good. Like, it's. have you ever been to Chipotle? I don't care if you don't like it or not. But my point is, I love Chipotle. Absolutely love it. But the reason why I love it so much is because they make healthy food. And the way they season it, I don't know what they're doing in that chicken. But in that, in that steak, oh my God. But it tastes so good. This is my order. I didn't mean to talk about this, but you know, lettuce, corn, steak, black beans, chicken, guacamole, little bit of lettuce, all you need. Best Chipotle bowl ever. On the contrary, when it comes to making small goals, what I would recommend is get a piece of paper, write your big goal. So we're just gonna say you wanna lose 20 pounds, right? From there, we wanna create a smaller goal. So I'll be like, okay, so I'll, we'll just make something super easy, okay? So you wanna lose you know, 20 pounds by the end of the year. This is super doable, nothing that's extraordinary. And then from there, all you do is you start off with the smallest goal possible. So think about this by monthly. Okay, so that's about, I know it's 20, I know it's not a rough estimate, but it's about two pounds per month, right? Obviously it's 24 pounds, but it's about two pounds per month. So from there, you then break down, you're like, okay, so I'm at two pounds per month. And then you break that down into calories per day. Cause we're making down the, we're making the goal even smaller. So we now are at our calories per day. So like, this is how many less, this is how much less I need to eat in order to get to this in order to lose two pounds by the end of the month. Then from there, we make it even smaller. Okay. So we break it down. It's like, okay, so I need to lose about a pound and a half per week. I can do that. That's easy. So what happens is you lose a pound and a half week one, you lose another pound and a half week two. Bam. It's been two weeks now. Oh my God. I already lost one pound. By the end of the month, you repeat that process. You lose two pounds. By the end of the year, you repeat that same exact cycle over and over again. And it creates a snowball effect because you start to look at things. And you, you, this is why tracking is so important. So for example, you start to look at your, like your MyFitnessPal or your um, Excel sheet or your spreadsheet, for example, like Google sheet. And then from there, you start to look at it and you see, okay, in week one, I was, we'll just say like, for me, that's this would be overweight. I'll be like, okay, I was 200 pounds. By the end of month one, I was 198 pounds. Then you start to look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been six months now and I've lost 10 pounds. And 10 pounds is huge. That is a huge number to lose. Even when it comes to other things, you know, such as making money, what I would do is, for example, anytime I need to make a, a specific amount of money in a short period of time, you know, for example, let's say like there's an emergency or something like, oh my God, I need, I need to make you know, $10,000 in three months. All you do is very simple. You divide, you take the number that you need to make and you divide it by the time period, right? And then from there, you break down into weeks, then you break it down into days. And that's when things start to become much more achievable. Same exact thing when it comes to saving money. All you do is you take your amount of money you make and you take the percentage that you want to save and you automatically take it out of your account. Very simple to save money, my friends. Because the whole point is, if it's if you make it natural, you don't have to think about it, and it just happens. Now, also when it comes to goal setting, I really don't want to talk about this today, but I feel like it's kind of impossible to talk about becoming a better person without talking about goals. So when it comes to goals, it's very simple, right? So what you need to do is, you take your miniature goal, and you put it in your calendar, and you schedule a time to do it. Because what this does is it becomes a routine. Routines are very powerful in the beginning when it comes to first forming habits, still eventually you don't even need the routine because it just becomes part of you naturally. For example, every day around 10 o'clock, my body's like, okay, Aaron, it's time to work out. Even though I don't even think to myself, okay, I gotta work out. It just naturally happens because I'm so used to it. But moving back to what I was saying, let's say you want to, you know, for example, you need to meal prep. What you do is, or let's say you wanna meal prep two times a week, right? So what you do is every day and Monday at four o'clock, I'm going to start meal prepping. And then from there, you take a time block. Okay, so it's going to take me from four to six to cook all my meals. So from four to six, that's all you do. And then you start to get to Sunday. We did that on Monday, do So we'll just say we did it on like Friday. So on Friday, you schedule your time, okay? So from four to six, I'm going to make all my meals to last me the next three days. Mm, that's it. That's kind of a bad example, but you understand the point. The point is you schedule things. 
even when, we'll just break this down for all the things real quick. So we have meditation. So every day at nine o'clock, I will meditate for 10 minutes. So you put that in your calendar and you'll get set like a notification. So you'll get a reminder, like, okay, it's nine o'clock. You gotta go meditate. And you just do that with everything. Because what it does is it makes it more like a, a job. Eventually you just become more used to it. And then it starts to become habit. That's one of the things I do when I'm trying to form new habits, except for I actually start doing it with this. I'm like, okay, Aaron, every day at eight in the morning, you have to film one of these. Well, not every day, I do it one day a week, but you get the idea. Now, I feel like at this point, I kind of did enough rambling, but I feel like I kind of covered a little bit of everything. So I want to talk about some recommendations when it comes to this, like when it comes to doing this kind of stuff. When it comes to regulating your emotions, I would say there's nothing better on the market than this little book called A Man Thinking by James Allen. I talk about it all the time, but it's because this book really changed my life. I'll never forget it. I was watching this one guy on YouTube, you know, a business guy, and he was saying how he said, there's like three books you need to read. Main one being, he said, a man thinketh. And he said, listen to this book every single day or read it until it becomes your reality. I listened to this book like 60 or 90 times. I don't even know. I listened to it every single day in the car for like a couple months until my brain started to change. And what happens is the first time I was like, oh my God, this is remarkable. But the first time you really don't grasp it. You're just like, you start to, and then start to do it over and over again. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to understand. And I don't know how to explain it, but your brain literally changes because you, I truly, you surely start to understand a man thinking. And what this means is a man is what he thinks about. You become your thoughts. If you constantly perseverate on becoming the best human you possibly can, getting in the best shape of your life, being in the best relationship with your wife, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because a man is what he thinks about. If you think about being destroyed, you know, being unstable and being like just a hot mess, guess what you're going to be? You're going to be a hot mess. You're going to think that you are going to be famous. You're going to change the world. You're going to do big things. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to be famous and you're going to do big things because that, my friend, is the power of this. Because what happens when you change this, you start to change your actions. I'm not exaggerating. For me, I love the idea of being able to help people. That's truly, I truly believe that's one of my, my, one of my biggest goals is. I believe I was here on this earth to help people get into the best shape of their lives. I truly believe that. The things I read are confirmation of my thoughts. The things I say to people are confirmation of my thoughts. The things I do for people are confirmation of my thoughts. If I can help anyone become more financially stable, become in better health, you know, become in a better emotional and spiritual health. That is truly what I believe I'm put here to do. Particularly, I love helping people on the fitness level and on the financial level. Because I truly believe that one of the worst things in the world right now is, you know, financial instability. I believe almost all of the, all the world issues could be fixed if we could just simply start off by fixing people's balance sheets. But that's a conversation for a different day, not today. So A Man Thinketh by James Allen. Highly recommend reading it. If you do want to purchase the book, I have a link in the description. These, all these episodes are free, so I'd really appreciate it. If you did want to get the book, you would get it from that link. It is an affiliate link. This means if you pay on it, we do get a small percentage. All percentages would just help cover the cost of the editor. So yeah, real quick recap. I know I kind of rambled on, but I felt like the episodes were too too quick. It, tell me if you guys like the, the quicker episodes or if you like longer episodes, because if I'm just rambling, I don't, want, I don't want it to be like that. I want things to be you know concise and informative, but I felt like everything was so scripted before that I really couldn't deliver you guys with things I truly believe. It kind of just seemed like generic. And I know that I have a lot of insight to offer because I read a ton. So if I can save you guys that time not having to read as many books, I would love to do that for you. But real quick recap, when it comes to making, you know, life changes, the most important thing is your mind. 
your mind will control what you do in the long term. And the only way to find success in anything is the long term. You know, there's this one thing my boy Alex Ramoji said, I thought it was hilarious. But to hear somebody say it, it was just so funny. He said, big shit takes time. And I was like, whoa. He was like, it was like about like, why your stuff won't grow. And then he said that. I was like, yeah, he's right. Because, you know, I'm just guilty. You know, I think humans by nature are impatient. We want things as soon as possible. So when we have to do something over and over again, but we don't receive the dividends immediately, it can be like, eh, what's the hell is the point? But the reality is pretty much everything in life is results and it's, it's, it grows exponentially. So if you don't know much about math, what exponential growth is, things start off slow and they gradually become faster till one day they, they skyrocket. That's exactly how life is. If you look at pretty much anything, if you look at people, you know, investing their money, you know, investment, slow, 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 20 years go by, boom. You know, same thing with actually body. It was zero months, three months, six months. So to get to a year, two years, four years, five years, and then you start to get here. And eventually you're like, anabolics, poof. Don't go on those. I'm not an anabolics. Yeah. When I am, you guys will know. I'm not going to hide that. But we got a while before that happens. But anyways, you know, one of the things I really want you guys to emphasize is you need to drop the labels, okay? Stop saying things are good and bad. Just say things are what they are. They just exist. You know, there can be no good or bad because nothing is good or bad because both are required in order to have balance. If you think about yin and yang, right, both are necessary to have constant balance. You know, like I said earlier, going back to the plant analogy, if we did not, not have any sunshine, we would have no plants. If we did not have any rain, we would not have any plants. The reason for this is because it's necessary to maintain equilibrium. You know, the water is necessary to provide you know, the plants with hydration and the sun is necessary for photosynthesis to occur. I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Enough rambling, go get the book by James Allen. I would highly recommend it. Listen to that book or read it as many times as you need to. I promise you it will change your life. I, I listen to it like, six or nine times i honestly have no clue how many times i listen to it only thing i do know is that it will change your life and if you're here congratulations because you're to the first step you're taking action so yeah thank you so much for your time and if you guys are enjoying this podcast please give me a follow or you know a five-star review if you are enjoying it because it really does help us go check we're gonna have all the social medias in the description and thank you so much for your time